Welcome to Innovation Alchemy with the Adams. We're your hosts, Adam Fry. And I'm Castle. And we're here to bring you the transformational tools that you need to bring your ideas into impact. Here's the thing, folks. We could not be more excited to bring you everything we've learned from our own entrepreneurial journeys to working with over 400 companies of all sizes, from side hustles to unicorns. Today's episode is part two of a three-part series focusing in on your growth journey as an entrepreneur. That's right. On today's episode, we have a packed podcast for you. We cover what we're best at, creating a 90-day milestone strategy to help you grow, and all of the tools we use to turn hopes and dreams into cold, hard cash. And those tools are tangible. They're fantastic. Let me tell you, looking back on this podcast, this is chock full of lots of tangible tools for our entrepreneurs. I want to use them. Excellent. Well, enjoy the episode and let's dive in. Welcome back everyone to Innovation Alchemy. As you heard just a little bit before, today we're talking about our 30, 60, 90, the actual roadmap that we help you create to help your business grow. In our last podcast, it was really all about helping you take that idea in your head, turn it into a company. How do we go from, I've got this idea, I want to turn it into something. Today, what we get to talk about and what I'm really excited for, because this is what we're good. Like, this is our thing. This is it. This is what we do. This is our claim to fame. This is it. So what we're going to talk about today is company or folks who already have a company, entrepreneurs who already have this up and running in whatever spectrum, whether it's a huge organization or a small one, doesn't matter. matter. If you've got got something something and you're in, that's what we're talking about today. We're going to help you go from from there to scale. We're going to give you the systems of scale to help you get there. That's what we're all about today. And so before we dive into that, I want to tell a little story because oh, do tell. I started at WeTech two years ago, worked in economic development for about six years before that. And I came in and I met this fresh young face also named Adam. Oh. And boy, was he ever doing some amazing things with our clients. And the first sort of two months, I think I sort of mm-hmm. shadowed you and we, we went through the process. And what would happen is we come into our office and we have this really cool space. We argue about what to call it. Is it a nest? Is it a multimedia <laughs> scape? Doesn't matter. We have our clients sitting in this space and we're doing a whole bunch of things on whiteboards. We're doing a whole bunch of stuff on screens. And inevitably, out of every single one of our interactions with a client, when we're setting out a strategy, Adam would set forward what we call this 30, 60, 90. But at the time, we'd really just have clients sort of take a picture of it and if they didn't capture all of it, well, that's too bad. You only get one shot at this value. (laughs) And so one of the sort of the lenses that I think I brought to the team was how do we standardize everything that we're doing so that all our clients really get the best value out of all of these things. And so this 306090 is such a great combination of Adam's sort of genius in putting (laughs) together what this roadmap looks like and then sort of my anal retentiveness <laughs> on how do we put it into something that we can use and multiply and really scale, uh, which is something we teach our clients to do all the time. So let's back up for a second here. So number one, the 306090 does a couple of things. Okay? Really, really It well. answers the core question that we get every single time a company comes in. doesn't matter how big, how small, doesn't matter if you have one, five, what 10. What do I do next? What am I going to do? What do I do? How do I do this first? Where am I going to go? How do I organize my thoughts? I have a billion things I need to do. How do we do it? The 30, 60, 90 day milestone tracker allows us to start with the end in mind, work backwards, understand what your gaps in knowledge are, what your gaps in abilities are, more importantly, and fill those gaps with the resources that we have that we can, so that we can do this. That's right. It gives you the systems you need on the back end in order to be able to scale your organization once you hit 110, 100, 1,000 customers. That's the goal. This is the reason why, and again, we talked a little bit about this in the last podcast, 
we don't really believe in the business plan all that much. It doesn't work. It's a great tool if you need to go to a bank, if you need to do a couple of different things that way. But when we're trying to build our businesses and we're trying to scale rapidly, it breaks too often. So what the 30, 60, 90 day milestone tracker does is it gives you the next 90 days. What do we have to do in the next 90 in order to be successful, in order to scale, in order to hit our targets? And then if you need to, if you need to have a, a 4, 8, 12 or a 12, 3, 5, we can do that. The systems work the same. It works no matter what. So why don't we dive in here, Adam? Tell me a little bit about the 30, 60, 90 day milestone. So you are a client that comes into our office, you've gone through E101, or you've got an idea that's already up and running, and we say, great. The first real hour after a discovery session that we're going to spend with you is actually creating this roadmap that we're going to use for the next 90 days to get us to where we want to go, or as close to where we want to go as possible. And so we, we work backwards, as Adam said. So we take a look at that 90 days, and what we do is we say, what do we want to accomplish? What are the milestones that we want to accomplish? and what goals that we're gonna set that are good goals. And this is something that I, I think is really important that we talk about is that there's a lot of metrics when you're a startup that you can track that are, that are vanity metrics, that are things that you can track that don't actually tell you about the health of your company, the health of your business, the health of your ideas, but they do make you feel all warm and fuzzy. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to avoid those types of goals because what we wanna do is get at the root of how effective am I actually being how well received is this new idea that I'm trying to bring to market and how do we make it better? How can I iterate? And, and most importantly, knowing not to set too many goals. Huge. Focus is so incredibly important. You're going to have a hundred things that you absolutely need to do and you're going to feel like every single part of that is urgent. Part of this conversation at the very beginning that we have with you when you, when you come in and we're chatting, a lot of entrepreneurs tell us, hey, what the heck do I do next, right? That's sort of the response of this. Number one. But the second part is accountability, right? Absolutely. This is a really important tool for you to use with your teams internally. It's a really important tool for you to use with your mentors, with your advisors, with your board of directors. It allows you to have this roadmap to success. But what's really important is that it's living. So as we go through this process and we hit brick walls, we fail, we succeed, we understand, we change, we iterate, this thing evolves with us. It's a living, breathing milestone track. And that's really, really critical to our companies as we start to scale. So important. And the way we've built it, the physical form itself, has all of these this, this sort of space, this protected space for new ideas, for notes, for things that change. And here's the thing. You get to keep this document. It's Even yours. If you this never see yours. us again, we'll help you put this thing together. Yep. It'll set out, really, your most important milestones over the next little bit mm -hmm. and how to get them. And one thing that happens... Uh, sort of all too often is that things change and that's a good thing. It's a really good thing that we want to adjust, but those sort of North star metrics, again, we talk a lot about these North star sort of pillars. These North star metrics aren't going to change. How many customers you want in the first initial launch isn't going to change. How many widgets you want to sell isn't going to change those numbers, you know, whether or not they're big, hairy and audacious or they're more realistic those things should stay the same. And so what's really great about a 30, 60, 90 is that it, it doesn't always happen in that 30, 60, 90 time period. But regardless, is we're setting up a timeline of the way things should fall into place. And while there's lots of wiggle room for things to change within that, what's really great is that those milestones don't. Those are going to stay the same and they're going to stay your sort of litmus for how successful things are going. So let's dive into it. We were, we were talking a little bit about the 90-day component. So, so the 90-day is really setting that 
goal, that mm-hmm. end goal. And that can be anything. And success means so many different things to different entrepreneurs. Um, and so we have them sort of set, like, where do you want to be in the next three months? And from there, we start to work backwards. And what I mean by that is, is we look at sort of the 60 from there. And the 60 is, what are the systems that we need to have up and running in order to be able to scale a business, in order to be able to scale an idea? And the other important piece to this, especially in that 60, 60 days, even if you don't have that finished product, we can work with you to look at what's missing in the process, what's missing in the, the build that you need to do in order to get to that sort of next level. So I like to, I like to think of the 60 days. So let, let's say it this way. The 90 days, we sit down, we, take an, we get an understanding of your business, we walk through it, we talk about it, we really get a good, good understanding of where you want to grow and what you want to be when you grow up in Absolutely. the next three months. We set a couple of milestones, whether that be sales, whether that be marketing, whether it be cultural, whether that's organizational, right? Because a lot of our clients just need to clean up the operations inside of their businesses in order to get stuff off their plate, hand stuff off. So we've set these goals. They sit in our 90-day pillar. When we work backwards to 60, I like to call that the execution, uh, iteration, and introduction phase. Absolutely. It's the legwork. Exactly. So what are the processes? What are the systems? What don't we have now that we're going to need to hit that milestone? And what is it going to look like? So I like to think of this as the implementation of your CRM. 100%. This is where we go into identifying gaps like, I know I need to run a Facebook ad campaign, but I've never done that and it terrifies me. And that's where we say, don't worry, we've got that expert for you that we'll pair you with. We'll get that knowledge in there, but you can't leave that out of the plan just because you don't know it. Oh, it has to be. In right. It's, it's got to be in that part of the plan. So if 60 is execution, iteration, and introduction on our part, then 30 is the building phase. Right? 30 that is first where you 30 learn days. all the things and identify those gaps. You don't know what you don't know. And the process of finding out what those are, what those big gaps are, is going to come sort of naturally. There's a lot of things that as we set this up, this document up, we're going to miss out on. So we look at our 30 days as, here's where I want to teach you all of the stuff that you're missing in order to get our systems up and running for that 60. In order to deploy those systems and do the legwork that gets us to our goal at the end, how are we going to learn the things that we need to know in order to get there? So this is this is understanding what flywheel growth means, right? Understanding what parts of that you're missing. Absolutely. This is understanding what customer engagement really means. What are What is a cash flow statement? And how does it look? Even if you think you're too early for it, just starting to track these things. How do I look at the back end of my website and understand the traffic that's coming from here and why? Understanding my customers and what they need from us. Like the building phase, that first 30 days, getting a deep understanding of what you don't know right now about your business so that in the 60-day part, we can execute on it and we can get it moving. That's right. It's all about setting up systems. And what's interesting is that oftentimes when we first introduce sort of this theory and and the document to our entrepreneurs, they go, geez, I don't know if I need to know all that. And we say, no, that's fine. Why don't you need to know it now versus when you have 100 customers? Why don't you need to know it now versus when you have 1,000 customers? And the idea is that it may sound a little redundant up front, But the idea is that it's going to become something that's so crucial as you grow. And if you're building it later, it's going to hurt a lot more. It's harder to put systems into place when you've already learned all of these bad habits that are already going on. That's right. And and like I said, I want to bring it back to this because 
it answers the question of what the heck do I do next? If you're, if you're finding yourself hitting that brick wall over and over and over again, it means that we really haven't thought far enough ahead. We haven't set the right goals. We, we haven't set the processes up properly. So if we're trying to get to scale, you know, in a year from now, we know we're going to go through three or four of these 30, 60, 90 day iterations. We need to break these down, set good goals, work backwards, fill the gaps, make sure it's really strong. And I think that's a really important part of this is, um, and our clients will probably attest to this, you never really get to 90 days, right? No. No, the 90 is a rolling number, right? It's a rolling piece. So 90 really is where are we and where do we go next? It's this opportunity to sort of reflect and then move forward as well. And I, I think it all comes down to, and something you said earlier is accountability. Yeah. And it's not just accountability for yourselves, to hold yourselves accountable to the things that you think are important for your business, but it also allows me to say, hey, have you met this number? Have you done this homework? Because if you're not doing the homework, if you're not putting in the sweat equity, it's very hard for us to grow this business. Right, especially rapidly. Like if we're if you're trying to scale and if you're if you're doing this, like you're in this full time, you need these systems because a lot of times at the very beginning, you're a one person shop. You really are. You're doing it all. You're doing the marketing. You're doing the sales. You're doing the finances, right? And so what's really amazing about this really simple to, and that's all it is. It's simple. It's just simplifying. What's the next 90 days look like? What can I do today that will set me up in 90 days from now to have more customers, more revenue, better customer engagement. And and just really, if you're looking to raise capital, there's a lot of stuff you got to do. Big myth we probably could have hit on in the last pod. It's easy to raise capital. It is Definitely not. We could not. probably spend a couple hours talking Busted. about that. But uh, I do think that when you look at this, the wraparound component of scaling your company is sitting down, understanding what your milestones are in the short term, in the medium term, in the long term. And then what do, you, what do you have to put into place to set it up? And that's where this 30, 60, 90 day comes in. And again, we talk about this in the context of our clients, but you can do this on your own. Anyone this, can do this. this is something this that is you, can, part of the you can intuit this. Like if you do this, you could do this in your home life. If you want to get out of debt sooner, if you want to buy a new house, if you want to build starting a, a debt, new job, starting a matter. new job, doesn't matter. This is something that goal setting and milestone tracking is so critical. It's so absolutely critical. So where we are right now, I think it might be time. Let's take a little break. I think that's a good idea. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the types of tools that you'll find inside these 306090s and how they're going to help you get to those milestones that you're setting. It's it's time to get into the alchemy of how to actually do this. It's time to get there. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We'll catch you on the flip side of this break. Today's episode is brought to you by WeTech Alliance. Want to learn more about the discounts and credits you'll hear about in today's podcast? Check out wetech-alliance.com slash perks for more information. Welcome back to Innovation Alchemy with the Adams. I'm Adam Fry. And I'm Adam Castle. Hope you enjoyed our quick break there. This is our fun, this is the fun part of the, the podcast that we both really Probably like. Probably our we, favorite. Now we get to get into the alchemy part of Innovation Alchemy. So how the heck do you actually use this 30, 60, 90 day tool? What are some of the other tools you can use to backfill in the gaps that you've got? This is where we get into the real tools, the real sort of 
crux of why we're here and what we do. Crux. crux. That's a great word. Got a little rock climbing reference there for you. It's the hardest part of a rock climbing problem. The crux? It's called the crux. It's the crux of the problem. Really? Well, yeah. Fair enough. We'll get you we'll get you out there climbing at some point. So back to the that'll never happen. <laughs> back to the tools that we're gonna be building into these 3060-90s. The so, types of things that you're gonna see yes. on every single one of these plans and, and where it all starts the crux of where it begins, <laughs> if you will, is our one-to-one -one business advisory services. And so at this point in time, I am the sort of the main business advisor. I'm the one that most of our clients will come to see. If you're in the scale sort of stage, you're going to see Adam as well for this. And what we like to do is consider ourselves really jack of all trades. Um, and what we mean by that is we both have this experience in business. We both sort of built our own uh, organizations before it. And so we know generally everything under the sun that has to do with your entrepreneurship journey. What you're going through, we've gone through, and because of that, we're able to help you sort of get through some of these challenges. And, and so this can, what's an important point mm -hmm. here is, if you've made your 30-60-90 and, and outside of WeTech Alliance, if you're not using us or whatever, the 30-60-90 is just an incredible tool that you should be using. You should be tracking your milestones. Working backwards, when we talk about one-on-one -on -one advisory, this can be your mentor. Yeah. This can be the person Absolutely. that you trust that you're building this alongside or that's just sort of a one degree removed that you believe the expert advice is in that's done it before. It's this one person that's going to hold you accountable that's that right. isn't your mom, as someone once said. Yeah, that's, that's the key part of this. Your one-on-one -on -one advisory is all about did you hit the milestones and if not, not letting you off the hook why for not, not hitting that. But let's dive into why. And so that's the key piece here. If you're not working with Adam, and if you're not working with myself or you're not in Ontario and you're listening to this podcast right now, what we want you to do is if you've set up your 30, 60, 90 day milestone tracker, make sure you do it, A, set it up with somebody that's a little bit outside your business that you believe would be a good mentor or advisor, and then set up these either monthly or bi-monthly, bi something like yeah. that, meetings. Well, I mean, I mean, every other week, not bi-monthly, that makes no sense, but every other week meetings Quicker, yeah. to hold you accountable. Um, and that's what the one-on-one -on -one advisory service is all about. So Adam, let's hit the pause button and take a look right now. I'm an entrepreneur and, mm -hmm. and I was for many years and I was always the kind of guy that, that really stuck to the vision of what our original plan was. Yeah. And so I know that there's three types of CEOs and I think this is a really important piece to, to sort of fit in here because it goes into well, what, are the, the, what are the next tools that we need in order to make this happen? So yeah. the three types of CEOs. You've got your entrepreneur that deals with the vision of the original company that holds it true, that makes sure that everything that comes after that is sort of part of that. They work really hard. They're great at making the business sort the, of... The culture. Exactly. Culture, the culture person, 100%. Yep. Then there's the financial CEO. There's the person that knows all of the bits and bobs in terms of every single piece that goes into the business that also works on sort of that sales process. So I, I would actually break that up a little bit. So you've okay. got your you've got your culture CEO, yep. right? Really, for sure. You've got your fundraising CEO, which I think is what you're hitting on with finance. Hundred percent. Yeah. They understand the the ins and outs of the business. Absolutely. They can go sell it to investors. They yep. can bring capital on. Exactly. And then your third CEO. It's your operational is, CEO. Well, the I would guy say doing the COO part. Well, that's important too. But I would say that it's actually the sales guy. Okay. So like my my three envisions for CEOs. Interesting. I and disagree. Is, and that's totally fair. I disagree. So in my in my understanding of it and the way that I've thought through this, you've got the guy who's the culture, the person, my apologies, the person who's the the culture person. They lead, they lead with vision, yeah. right? 
You've got the person that can go and raise a lot of money who needs that CEO per, or COO person to sort of handle the rest. They're great with investors. Then you've got that salesperson who from the very beginning can go out there and sell what you're doing. They, yeah. they actually bring revenue. Right, in. right. Those are really the three that I found because that's the interesting. I would argue that 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 culture person is also that first biz dev person. So you have mm. the operations, you've got the vision, culture, biz dev person that's going to work a billion hours to make it happen, and then there's also that financial person that comes in and help with the fundraising. Now. We'll leave that up. To if the you're list. listening, yeah, we'll if you're listening along, yeah. it doesn't matter. That's not here nor there. But what we can really get into with that is the fact that you can't be all of them at the same you time. Cannot Regardless be of how you cut it up, yep. what's true, and I think we both agree on this, and if we don't, it's, we're going to throw this podcast right out the window, <laughs> but is that you can cut it up in any different way. You cannot be all of those things no, at you, once. You, it's and, impossible. And it's really hard to evolve. It takes a lot of like it takes a lot of intrinsic motivation to evolve to be a different type of self-awareness too. Yeah. And so it's very, very hard to do that. So it's important to know what gaps you have, which is what you're getting to, right? It's like, if you're the culture person, that means you probably need the finance person. If you're the finance person, you probably need the culture person. If you're the salesperson, you probably need both of the others. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, that comes down to how you're building your team, uh, which we always encourage is, is having one to begin with. Yeah. Uh, even though, you know, a lot of these ideas start out as one person's brainchild, how do you bring in other people so that they can share in that vision with you? That's very important. However, if you're coming to us, maybe you have the team, but you still don't have all the parts because everyone's got blind spots and gaps. The very first tool within that 30, 60, 90 that we're going to introduce you to is our VSD, which is what we call our venture success team. And our venture success team is something that I'm so proud of because we've collectively built this incredible playlist of the best of the best in their fields across all these different verticals. And the minute our clients have a pain point that matches to one of them, we can make that introduction. Think of think of this as like a plug and play mentor that ha- offers tangible value. It's on demand. So it's it's what's really interesting is I'll, let's let's bring this back to a concrete 30, 60, 90 day example. Perfect. Okay. So let's say for instance, you know that through digital digital marketing, you want to increase let's say the top end of your funnel, like the more leads into the top end of your yep. funnel through digital marketing within 90 days, you want to increase it by, let's say 20%. Okay? Because it leads to my final goal that's of right. getting a whole bunch more conversions on the website. That's right. So we know that that's the goal. That's what we want to do. Moving backwards, I'm going to pick a really tangible problem that a lot of our companies come in with. Maybe you've never run a Facebook ad, for instance, right? It's something that you know is probably a critical part of the digital marketer's playbook. Not something you've ever done. Maybe you're the finance CEO, right? That has never really done this portion of it. I think really interesting too is a lot of people will come in and say, I haven't run a Facebook ad well, Mm. right? This idea of of advertising on social media and even on Google ads, it's such an easy thing to do because it's an online platform that anyone can access, but getting it right, there's a science to that and you need help. We all need help intrinsically. So in your 90 day, we've got this milestone that we're tracking. Yep. Moving backwards in your 60 day, you know that you need to run a high end, well executed digital uh, marketing campaign, let's say on Facebook to be really specific. Right. And in your 30 day, we're going to show you how to do that. You're going to, exactly. in the 30 day, you're designing the piece of content, you're defining the audience, you're figuring out what you want to actually use as a graphic and in the, in the content, 100%. 60 you're executing, 90 you're measuring to see whether you hit it. If you come and tell, if you come and tell me that you actually don't know how to do this, the goal isn't to Google it and learn it and figure it out on the fly on your own. The goal is to plug an expert in to do it the right way and learn the right way. 
way. You know what and this is? That, what's, what is it? This is a great time for an amazing shout out. Oh. Can we talk about our one of our favorite people? We can. I think I know who you're talking about. Black Media, Katie Stokes. <sighs> Katie Stokes. Has worked with us so hard and with so many of our companies so hard. She treats all of your businesses like her own. Mm-hmm. And she's helped our companies go through this process yeah. of identifying not only where the tribes are that you're trying to reach online, how to reach them most effectively, what to choose, what are the best methods for optimization, all of that gets delivered when we team you up with one of these experts. Katie is one of them, and we just we think she's Katie, the best. Katie knows we love her. She's the bee's knees. She, she, is she really she is. She is yeah. the bee's knees. Yeah. It's, it's always great. Free plug. Absolutely. Yeah, well you're, you're welcome. Well done. Uh, um, so bringing this back, 30 days, you're picking those, those core elements. You're figuring out what you need to do. 60 days, you need to execute. 90 days, you're measuring. So in the Facebook ads example, what would happen is, we would work backwards and we would say, okay, so Adam, you've got a gap. You don't know how to do this core component. What I'm going to do is I'm going to schedule a meeting with, let's use Katie, for example, with an expert like Katie, who's going to actually walk you through the steps and do it with you. So that it's actually done and executed on in that time frame at these milestones. And the the benefit of of having the 36 nights, Katie actually gets to know what's going on, which is nice, but we just parachute them in. Now, if you're on your own and you're not working with WeTech, you just you need to go and find an expert that's not somebody that you need to pay four or five hundred dollars an hour. You need to go find a mentor, an advisor, a friend who does this. Go to the college and find a student who's looking to get uh, you know maybe a little bit of money in order to do this. But you need to find somebody who knows how to do it, who can show you the nuts and bolts, but can actually set it up for you in this part of the stage. So that's what the venture success team does. It accelerates it. It accelerates your growth in such a way that it fills the gaps in knowledge that you don't have. And Adam is being very humble here. He's created one of the best rosters of mentors that I've seen in a very long time. And I think that's a good point because, you know, marketing oftentimes is a big blind spot, but there's a lot of technical people we have on there that's as right. well that we've, we've curated to to tackle anything from, uh, you know, media releases, PR, to very technical things like figuring out how to create more convertible or higher converting landing pages, what if I want to do some sales theory? How do I actually put together the touch points of my sales plan? What does that look like? What if I don't know what a funnel is and I really want to put one together? Well, we'll get to that later, but spoiler alert, flywheel. funnels are dead. <laughs> We're all about the flywheel now, but that's okay. But Or even cash flow analysis. Cash what is, is what does due diligence look like when I'm looking to pitch for angel dollars? How do I put a pitch deck together? What if I need to hire on my first employee and I have no idea where to start or what the rules are around doing that? So we have someone for it. I'm getting anxious just thinking about it. I'm so excited. So, so thinking, so just thinking through all of those things that you need to do and any, any of these things in the, in 30, 60 or 90 days might need to be done. And it's totally understandable as an entrepreneur and even as an entrepreneurial team to not know how to do this the perfect way. That's okay. We're here to tell you it's okay. It's okay not to know how to do stuff. We don't know. Hardly anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not true. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, I take that back. We know a few things. So that's what it is. So you've got you've got your 30, 60, 90, which is a milestone tracker. You've got your one-on-one advisory services, which is either with somebody like an Adam Castle at WeTech or a mentor that you've got that's a little bit removed from your business that can give you real takes on it. Then you go find the expert to plug the gap in that 30 and 60 day milestones in order to ensure that you're doing this the right way. So if VST is our hyper tangible 
almost problem-specific advisory, the level that comes on top of that is what we call our EIRs, or our entrepreneurs in residence. And these are people that can help on that strategic high level of directions on where they took their business because they have this experience, and how do you apply those lessons to yours? They don't want you to, they wanna make sure that you don't have to feel all of the pain that they felt while trying to build their business, they're experienced, they've got a ton of amazing tools that they've developed out, and so we team up our, our sort of um, uh, what we call our beyond clients at this point. So the, the higher growth companies and we say, OK, great, we've got you these these very problem specific pieces. You're able to match up with someone when you've got a very tangible pain point that needs sort of healing. Then over top of that, we're going to team you up with an EIR. And similar to what Adam was saying earlier, if you're not with WeTech, that's OK. There are so many entrepreneurs out there that want to give back. And again, I'm going to bring all this back to Reddit because I think it's a great place <laughs> to find this mentorship. There's a huge community called Entrepreneur slash Reddit. And what you can do is find people that have done this before. Maybe they haven't taken your exact journey. It's impossible. But they've been on their own and they're always willing to help. They're always willing to give feedback and really be a sounding board for all of your best and most terrible ideas. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a let's have a coffee kind of guy as opposed to a Reddit kind of guy, but I totally get where that goes. Either way, meet it someone just, on Reddit, just ask him for coffee, <laughs> try not to get murdered. It's yeah, all it's all that kind yeah. of stuff. So, but to Adam's point, just to summarize that difference, your VST, you're parachuting in to solve a very specific problem. You're, so if you're looking for somebody to come in and, and help you design a Facebook ad so you understand how to do that, your EIR is your long-term strategic coach. This is the person you meet with once every six months or maybe once a month for an hour for six months. Like it's somebody that's very, very high level that you're saying, okay, I'm, this is the culture of my business. These are the things we're trying to go through. This is the growth problems. And there's somebody that's a sounding board who's done it that can talk it out with you. They're strategic, very high level. Then you have your venture success team or your mentors that are really hyper tangible, hyper specific in the VST. Exactly. But Adam... I'm a busy entrepreneur, oh, no. I don't have time to go through all of this process, and I've got a huge pitch coming up for a sales pitch to a government, a municipal government I've never met before, I don't know how to do this, I don't have time to go through yeah. six months worth of training, how the heck am I supposed to approach this? Yeah, we hear this one a lot, so especially with organizations that are a little bit larger, like when you get into the 10 employees, 15 employees, it gets really challenging to spend a lot of time doing these types of things because you've probably hired the people to do this and you've got something that's probably a little bit more specific, a little bit more high level, a little bit more, you could arguably say, like important uh, as you go through the growth trajectory of your business. So when you get to that point, what, the solution that we've sort of come up with that's a really tangible solution is what we call a development day. And so the way that works is, we work with you, and this is something that you can do on your own as well uh, that, I, that we find really important. In the last podcast, we talked a lot about working on your business instead of in it. And so we want to make sure that you prioritize time to work on your business, even if it's one day a month and you use it as a development day. Even if it's an hour even a week. Even if it's an hour a it's week. It's still worth it. Well, I want to put there. this in context for the development day, though. So if, if it's one day a month that you work on instead of in your business with your team, you can structure these days really well. And what we've done is we've said to companies, what's your specific pain point and what do you have coming up? So I love the pitch idea. We have a sales pitch coming up next month that we know can make or break our organization. It can unlock a lot of revenue, a lot of potential for us. So what do we need to do? 
Well, that's when you line up a couple of your core venture success team members that are really, really good or mentors that you really trust who have done this before, who have maybe sold to municipal government before, mm -hmm. sold to the customer that you're going with. And what you're going to do is you're going to spend the day going through all of the core tasks you might do in a 30, 60, 90. It's like a 30, 60, 90 in a day. So you're going to structure this in such a way that I like the sales example. So in the morning, you're going to go through what is your actual sales pitch? What is it? What is it? How does it align to your customer's needs? What is it you're looking to do? How do you actually go through it? How do you structure it? How do you put it together? And in the afternoon, you're going to spend the whole afternoon practicing. And this is something that a lot of folks don't get a lot of time to do, but it's really, really important. So your, your second half of a development day is about execution. The first half is about building, which is why the 30 in your 30, 60, 90 is about building and the 60 is about execution. It's the same thing. It's exactly the same. So if you're going through it in that example, in the morning, we're going to bring our mentors in. We're going to get a really deep understanding of how we're going to solve our customers' pain points and problems specific to them. We're going to build materials that are for that customer, really specific. In the afternoon, we're going to just bring in a whole bunch of random people and we're going to try to sell them. Absolutely. And why I love this process so much is because you really find a thread throughout. Uh, and what I mean by that is, is you pick sort of this, this major problem and then you bring in a diversity of thought in terms of of how you deal with it. You want to bring in different people, different members of your VST, different members of your advisory committee if you're not at WeTech, but really you want them to get different sets of eyes on the same problem and give them what worked for them, what they think might work for you, what you can change, what would be received in a different way. Mm -hmm. And why that's so successful is because as an entrepreneur, when you're working so close to a problem, it's really hard sometimes to see the solution and sometimes the solution as, as far away as backing up a couple inches and taking a different look at things. And so what we found with, with companies that have actually gone through these days is that it provides them with this incredible look at sort of their biggest pain point and then lets them execute on it right away. Mm -hmm. So it's like that lesson learned is that lesson applied immediately and because of that, there's all this sort of magic stuff that happens in terms of galvanizing those skills with a client. And so one of the examples that we've, we've done before is, especially on that side of, of bringing in a client that needs to pitch to a municipal government, is actually help them set up that pitch. That pitch is going to be immediately, it's going to happen right after the fact that they've learned all this stuff. So they have this opportunity to not only build everything, but to try it out right away. And it gives you this opportunity to say, okay, what worked? What didn't? How do we sort of decompress from this as well? And, and, and how are we able to learn and, and grow from this process? Yeah. It's really successful. And so I think the, the key point here with the development day is you can't make the excuse that I don't have time to work on my business. No. It doesn't make any sense. Your business well, itself. you can if you don't want to well, grow. Well, I mean, yeah. You need to be able to step back, work on your business and not in it at least a little bit. And I'll tell you, as an employee having the opportunity to go and learn and work on the challenges that are six inches in front of your face all the time is so empowering. It's so uplifting, Amazing. incredible for your culture. You have to have these conversations. So if you are incredibly busy, you're in that 10 to 15 or greater sort of employee base and you need to get a specific thing done, setting up and creating your own personal development day or leveraging the great Adam Castle to do so for you is always a great way to do this. So now I've got our 30, 60, 90. Now we've got our tangible 
VST to actually help you solve real world problems in that 60 and 30. Got your EIRs to help you with the high level strategy, your development days if you're too busy to just work on the 30, 60, 90, or if you're a big company, four, eight, 12, or one year, three year, five year, right? This can work on any scale. Now I wanna to get to two, there are two things, and this, this may be a bit of a shameless plug for us here, but oh, there, are, there are two programs that we love that we would be absolutely remiss if we did not talk about here. And I think they're critical. Absolutely. And so the first is, is something that we, we always have our clients think about is that what do you do when you want to reach infinity and beyond? And I excuse the Toy oh, Story wow. reference here. However, when you're looking at new markets and how you get yes. there and when you explore them, we've got a really great program for this. So part of WeTech is being a part of what's called CDMN, mm -hmm. which is the Canada Digital Media uh, Network. Network. Uh, and what that allows us to do is have our clients apply to a program, a bunch of programs, but one in particular called Soft Landings. And Soft Landings is very, very special because what it does is it allows you to explore in a safe place that gives you actually some funding to go out and do this. So the context is really simple. If you've got sales meetings aligned, if you want to launch into a new market and you need to go explore it, CDMN will give you up to $4,000 to land in this place. We've sent folks to Israel, we've sent folks to Dallas, we've India. sent folks to India. This is a great program if you're looking to, as you should be looking to, land into new markets. And so that's something that we always, always recommend to our clients. Take a look at this because we know it can be expensive to look at a new market and this is a great program for it. But if you're not a member of WeTech and you're listening to this out there on the World Wide Web, looking at new markets can be incredibly valuable in and of itself. So if you're looking to create your own 30, 60, 90 plan, look at how you can explore a new market and it doesn't have to be in market, fully invested, but it can be a little bit of research. It yep. can be, you know, some some searching or some talking or some connecting with individuals from different places. Or take a look at industries that are in existence in these other places and see how well they match up with your place within your own industry. Can you find customers in a place you never thought your customers would exist? It's a very fun thought problem to go through. And for Adam and I, one of the, the big core challenges we have, especially with some of our larger, our larger startups that we work with is how do we get you to push to want to grow? Right? How do we not get complacent? How do we not get into this thing of, you know, I've got 10 to 15 employees, I'm happy, we're paying the bills, things are good, I don't need to grow, right? And so we need to make sure that if, if you're listening right now, please start to think about how you can level up. How do you get to a new market? Is there new market opportunities? Are there customers out there we're not capturing? Can we get a little bit bigger? And what we'll say is it's a scary thought. Terrifying. How do you enter this new market? Oh, you don't know the people there. It's, it's all of this money that you're going to spend. Yep. Absolutely. And so what I'll say on this uh, with my economic developers hat on <laughs> is that there's usually agencies everywhere, literally yes. everywhere around the globe that'll help you enter, yes. that'll help you get customers, that'll help you get traction, that'll help you land. Those types of agencies, you can seek them out. Uh, they're very searchable. And I would say reach out to them first because they're going to give you a couple things. One, they're going to give you the lay of the land, which is very important. Two, they're going to tell you what their strengths already are, but where the opportunities lie as well, where they think they can grow. And those two things sort of combined will give you a much better idea about any given geographic location. And again, shameless plug to one of our companies this past year who got into six continents around the world, 23 individual companies. Their name is Kangshu. You countries. can look them up. Countries, what did I say? Companies. They yeah. didn't get into no, other different. countries. Different, very yeah. different, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
over 180 breweries that they're working with around the globe. And all they do is help breweries to track kegs that have been sent out. Um, so quick little plug for them. Just super yeah. cool. We've got a profile of them on uh, www.wetech-alliance.com for you to check out. Um, and, and so please do that. We've got lots of different uh, ways for you to see what, what's worked for other people and how it can work for you as well. Fantastic. So one last thing here, because we want to wrap it up for the people. We don't want to. We don't want to make these things too long. I but. could go on for days. I know you could. So one last thing here that you're going to want to look for, and something that a lot of times startups and entrepreneurs don't have a lot of time to do a lot of soul searching around is perks. So being a startup, there are a lot of opportunities to get things for free, to get discounts, to do things along that. And your best friend Adam Castle has found a way to actually take what our companies are telling us they need and go and acquire a bunch of perks for them. Go so ahead, tell them about We've it. been able to complete sort of or, or get on the board these incredible partnerships with massive organizations. A couple that I'll tell you about right off the bat. The first is Amazon Web Services, which as you know, if you're doing anything in, in virtual computing, they're sort of the be all and end all yeah, of this. Yeah, kind of got to be there. They're very tough to beat. So as a client in our portfolio, if you want to use their Amazon Web Services, we have $10,000 to give you for absolute free that you can use within a two-year time period to test out any idea you want. Why you're going to want to look at these web service pieces is because it's so infinitely scalable that if you have something that's going live that you're going to want to push, you want to be seen by a million people, building it on these platforms allows you for infinite scalability, which is exactly what you want to do. And $10,000 gives you a lot a of runway to play it's with. It's a long way. Absolutely. I'll tell you about my favorite perk, Adam, and I know you know it what it is. My favorite perk is HubSpot CRM. Okay. All right. I think, truly think, Hub, sorry, Hub, 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 Spoo? HubSpot. Oh, HubSpot. I haven't heard of it before. No. HubSpot CRM. I, I come from the sales background. I know it's incredibly important that you be tracking this stuff, that you know what you're doing. They've gamified it. They've made it easy. They have a 90% off for one year. I know this is sounding like an ad, but it it's really not. truly is HubSpot's helpful. HubSpot's not paying us anything. It's not. We get we no dollars. Them. Yeah, we, we use, use it. It's <laughs> so good. It's literally that yeah, good. Yeah, it's not a plug. It's so essentially what we're looking at here is if you're if you're working with a regional innovation center anywhere across Ontario, you can get these AWS credits. You can get the 90% off HubSpot. Check out the WeTech Perks page if you get a chance to. Odds are if you're not working with a Rick or you're somewhere else around the world, you can get these perks through some sort of supplier that is near you. So there's actually a fantastic one online uh, that I looked at when I was looking to build a lot of these things and it's called GFL Online. Okay. Uh, and they offer a ton of these perks for not for free, but for access to become a part of their virtual accelerator. So, yeah. um, so even if you're nowhere near one of these Ricks, uh, you can still have access to these incredible partnerships. So let's wrap this thing up. Let's wrap it up. So today, what we talked about, milestone tracking, incredibly important. Crucial. How do you create a 30, 60, 90 day milestone tracker that answers the question, what the heck do I do and how does it hold me accountable? We then dove into some tangible tools for you where we talked about how you can go and get some business advisory through a mentor or through somebody like Adam Castle. We talked about how you can parachute in somebody on a very tangible level to solve challenges and the gaps in your knowledge so that you don't need to go and do that. We talked about having somebody like an EIR who works on a more strategic level. They're not parachuted in on a specific thing, but they help you overcome those big barriers. We talked about development days, actually getting large organizations to spend time working on their business instead of in their business. And then we plugged CDMN and some of the perks that we looked for. I think that's a perfect wrap up. I'll tell you, these are some really tangible tools and really tangible takeaways 
We hope it helps you grow your business. What are we doing next? What's the next pod? That's a mighty fine question. The next pod is going to have us interview a business that's actually gone through this process from idea to business, from business to growth, and now beyond. And I'm so excited to share their story with the world. And before we wrap up today, we want to thank our producer behind the mics, behind the computer, making us sound great for all of you out there. International award winner. Jean-Marc Vachon, the producer of Innovation Alchemy with the Adams. We could not be happier and more pleased with having him on this team. So thank you so much. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time. An amazing hard worker, brilliant mind, international award winner, international award winner, and really makes us sound super good to all of International award winner, Jean-Marc Vachon. Dun, 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 dun.